Welcome to Everything Life Coaching. I'm John Kim. And I'm Noelle Cordeaux. We are the founders of Lumia. And we're super passionate about all things coaching, and we want to share what we've learned from over a decade of coaching and training thousands of life coaches. Let's dive into the science and magic of coaching. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Everything Life Coaching. It's Noelle here today, and we're going to get into a topic that I've been noodling on for a while. It's called Second Order Coaching, and it came to me through a wonderful presentation through the ICF Community of Practice, and the presenter was Tom Kolditz. He is a researcher of a really wonderful body of work, and he hails from Rice University. His program at Rice was named the top university for leadership development in 2019, and his book is called Leadership Reckoning. So a lot of his work focuses on leaders, how we lead, how we show up. And as coaches, all of us have the opportunity to show up in a way that exemplifies leadership, supports leadership, and really meets the demands of our time. And one of the concepts that Kolditz promotes as the future of coaching is called second order coaching. So what is this? Second order coaching is an emerging practice wherein an organization, an institution, a collective, or a community, or even a nation will hire and deploy a large number of coaches who all have really diverse lenses and skill sets to offer to go and work on a singular issue. So this really caught my attention because I was thinking about Lumia, Lumia coaching and the diverse body of coaches that we have coming out of our organization. And I thought to myself, wow, how powerful would it be if we deployed Lumia coaches to work on a singular issue? What would be the impact? So as we're thinking about this issue, as we're thinking about this concept of second order, one of the most important things that I want to um, get to and, and cling to as coaches right now is the fact that the world is seething. We are living with a near constant backdrop of collective grief. And the reason that I'm thinking about this is because all coaches out there touch humans and every single human out there is experiencing some level of grief. I believe it's leftover from the pandemic. We're seeing climate grief. Um, there's a lot of geopolitical strife right now. There's social injustice. And we've never recovered ourselves as a society, the fabric of our society, the way that people relate to each other and engage with each other, the way people know each other, live in community, uh, has been truly fragmented and tattered over the last several decades. And so now, more than ever, coaches have the opportunity to become what I'm starting to think of. And, and John really, uh, this phrase during one of our earlier podcasts, now more than ever, coaches have the opportunity to truly become social first responders to serve humanity. And when we're thinking about coaches as social first responders. This is what we do in our everyday 
human to human relationships that we support our clients directly human to human in solving some of the most pressing issues of our time and in being in right relationship to each other. More and more coaching is showing up in a space where our goal is to be in service to our clients um, in terms of their relationship to other people, their lives work, their families, institutions, their communities, and the world at large. That's the backdrop. Now, in order to wrap our heads around second order coaching, we must first understand the nature of second order as a concept. So what is second order and how does it relate to coaching? Well, the term second order relates to change and change management that breaks the mold in terms of what has been previously done and previously considered. Second order is one way of looking at change theory and change management, but it needs to be understood in terms of exactly what a radical shift is required of second order thinking in comparison to first order thinking. So first order thinking is the type of change management that all of us are are most used to. First order thinking works within an existing system, works within an existing structure or view of the world. You have a system, you have an organization, you have an entity that you're familiar with. And so first order thinking is really a tuning up or a tinkering with the system, which would entail doing more or less of something or making an existing process better or making changes that keep the current system or process largely in place. So one way that we can think about this is the juxtaposition of management and coaching. Uh, Traditionally, management, at least in the U.S. in terms of business, has been driven by command and control leadership, where somebody who's good at the job rises to a management level and then uh, polices those underneath to make sure that they're engaging in adequate productivity and that they're doing the job to acceptable standards. So if we're tuning up and, and engaging managers to make their management style better, that would be first order thinking. Second order thinking would be replacing all of the managers in an entire organization with coaches and not having anyone say, this is how you do your job, but rather asking the employees questions, how can you do your job better? Because we know in coaching that the person who is the closest to the problem usually has the best information. So coaching as a concept is so new, it's only 35 years old, that when we deploy coaching in organizations, in our communities, in our relationships, in our lives, we are actually disrupting first order thinking because the nature of coaching itself, the fact that it's based on inquiry, is going to disrupt whatever system our clients are working in by getting them to think outside of the box. So when we're dealing with first order thinking that stays within the system, any change that results does so within the system itself. And then with second order change and second order thinking, we're outside of the system. We're reframing the issue itself and we're asking what else is there? So by nature, it's going to be transformational 
is going to be revolutionary. It's going to be radical, disruptive, and discontinuous. I am going to herald Octavia Butler as uh, one of the theorists who introduced me to a way of thinking about the world in a completely different way and working from a new lens and a different lens to complete to create a completely new way of thinking, of seeing things and doing things. And when we apply second order to change theory, what we're talking about is folks doing things on a truly large scale in order to create change and impact. That's why I was dreaming about what it could be like to uh, mobilize Lumia coaches on a single issue. A great example of second order thinking is the restaurateur, Jose Andres. He is a chef and he built an empire, restaurant after restaurant, and he developed a really good system for feeding people. Now, the, the system that we're talking about is an individual goes to a restaurant, sits at a table, gets some food, and, and pays some money. That is a system that our society is familiar with. So as a chef, he knew how to feed people, and he knew how to deliver food to individuals for a fee. However, as Andres developed his empire, he really began to drill down on and refine his core mission, which was to change the world through the power of food. So based on this driving mission to build profitable business after profitable business, it was falling short. It was missing the mark um, to change the world through the power of food as a concept required a very different way of thinking. And so Andres began to look up and out. He began to look at the world and what the world needed. And very specifically, he asked the question, how could food service truly create impact and change? So thinking about food service outside of the existing system that we're used to is second order thinking. He went back to basics and decided to start with what he knew, which was to feed people. And he started to dig into how this function could be used differently. He came up with the idea to send his teams of chefs to places where there has been a huge crisis and make food. What happened was this need filled in all the places um, where people needed to be fed and where there was a crisis that needed visibility for global impact. And Andres began living his mission at scale using second order thinking to look up and out of the system that was the dominant system. And to date, his chefs have been sent all over the world. So as we're conceptualizing what it means to think about solutions that are created through second order thinking, we want to pay attention to how Andres was able to jump out of his prescribed role and prescribed system as a chef within a capitalist society and started to think about how he could use his skills to broaden and create impact to serve the world's problems. This is second order thinking. So today, Andres World Central Kitchen is a major food relief organization that is often on the front lines providing meals in response to, to humanitarian 
climate and community crises. It's a very cool organization. And in applying second order thinking, now turning over to coaching, it's important to note that second order relies on thinking that solves problems at scale. So we're not talking about one-on-one. We're talking about large-scale deployment of coaches to create new thinking about what is possible outside of the existing system. And as I said earlier, because coaching is such a new discipline, it is vital to understand that any introduction of a large number of coaches to work on any problem within an existing system inherently punts us over to second order thinking simply because it has never been done and will by default disrupt the functioning of an existing system by asking questions and bringing the coaching process that seeks information to generate new thinking outside the current system as the implicit framework of the process itself. It's a very exciting concept to begin to work with. So when we turn to how this has been Uh, used so far in the space of coaching, we want to look at Rice University. And they experimented with using coaching to serve students of leadership in the same way that Andres used food as a service. And it was so effective that a case study was built uh, and the Carnegie Foundation got involved. And this has led to now a a national large-scale case study that is currently in the works looking at what happens in higher education in terms of leadership development when colleges and universities provide students with access to coaches. They found that by far, having access to coaches is one of the most measurable and effective leadership development methodologies, hands down. So right now, in real time, Rice University is helping to manage 275 universities who are experimenting in this initiative. And this effort is going to create 35,000 coaching jobs in the US, deploying large numbers of coaching into universities across the US to support the large scale initiative of leadership development. This is where the future of coaching is heading. Large numbers of coaches working on a singular issue, but all with diverse lenses and different viewpoints to really drum up creativity to get ideas moving outside of a given system. Coaching can also be used for other kinds of recovery in terms of second order work. Right now, also in real time, the largest employer in the Ukraine has created a team of 500 coaches to work with selected government officials and business leaders to push the boulder up the hill in terms of economic recovery. And you might say, wow, isn't this a little bit premature? But as we're thinking about second order thinking and the how much time it takes to truly seed economic recovery, starting now with 500 coaches in the Ukraine is going to create a radical shift in the economy, a radical shift in the way that people within this country are thinking about work and how the country might be redeveloped. 
So coaches are being called to work in this way because planning needs to be established and the relationships need to be built in order to drive towards resilience. We know how implicit relationship building is smack in the center of coaching. So the combination of strategy, planning, lots of diverse minds working on a singular problem, and then taking the time to build relationships is a really effective formula. That's why Andre's Central World Kitchen has been so effective because of that combination of strategic planning, thinking outside the box, and then relationship building. Second order projects call for big goals with large numbers of coaches, and we're seeing this starting to take place within the US, um, as I mentioned, within our university systems, especially within corporations. PricewaterhouseCooper has a fascinating study that coaching was the only method for sustainable application of diversity, equity, and inclusion initiatives that they've ever used. The US military is beginning to look at coaching in this way. So our healthcare systems. So this is, I believe, what's coming down the pike for us as coaches, especially over the next five years. And the nature of second order coaching is that it takes hundreds of coaches and hundreds of hours and maybe even thousands of coaches and thousands of hours to work on shared goals, big goals. And the fact that this is happening now in real time will shape only not the future of our industry, but the future of our society as we navigate a time of vast social upheaval and change. So in looking at the world as coaches and thinking about how we can deploy hundreds of us, thousands of us, what issues would you like to see be tackled at scale? Think about it. Dream into it. I think that this is a truly beautiful way for all of us to dream into the future together and maybe even harness our industry as a collective to do big, great, bright, beautiful things. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's been a pleasure and I will see you next time. Thanks for listening to Everything Life Coaching. If you're feeling the draw to become a coach, head to lumiacoaching.com slash everything. Explore a new career that brings fulfillment, gives you a true sense of purpose, and a bold community to do it with. Lumia is ready to equip you with the tools, training, and community you will need to reach your goals. If you're ready to build a unique coaching business on your own terms while making an impact on the world at large, Lumia is the next bold step in your coaching journey. That's lumiacoaching.com slash everything. And hey, if you're waiting for a sign, this is it. <laughs>